the story of Adam and Eve actually points to mindfulness, addiction, and what it takes to live a good life, doing the right thing regardless, what you might call discipline. Right. How? Well, when the serpent, which is, you know, Satan, the devil, the serpent doesn't denounce God's authority. The serpent doesn't tell Eve when she goes to take from the tree of knowledge and evil. By the way, that's a key component, the tree of knowledge and evil. You could consider that also as the tree of consciousness. When the serpent goes to tell Eve to take the tree, the apple from the tree, he doesn't denounce God's authority. He doesn't say God isn't real. He twists her trust in God. He says, yeah, but did he really say that? Are you sure he said you couldn't eat from that tree? I'm sure you certainly won't die. No, I mean, God obviously told her, told them they would die. But the servant's like, no, you won't die. No, certainly not. Certainly not. And then, of course, she eats from that tree of knowledge of good and evil. And then that's the fall of the garden. That's the fall of the world. But what that made me think of, very interestingly, is that, for example, I have a history of binge eating. That's one of my temptations, gluttony, a sin, technically, you know, in my past that I've struggled with. And what's very interesting is that, and as well as well as like digital addiction, just like using YouTube and Twitter and, and wasting time, just feeling addicted to those services and having to use them for hours a day and losing productivity and then just feeling terrible about myself, you know, but what all those have in common, interestingly, is that, you know, like whenever, whenever I'm, whenever I'd be, and I'm much better now, I've been, you know, in remission for a very long time. But whenever I'd be tempted to binge for example, right, I would know it's bad. But then there's that voice in the back of my head, but like, yeah, but it's probably, it's not a big deal. Yeah, but you want it. It'll make you feel better. It'll calm your anxiety. It'll calm your stress. You know, it's not, it's not a big deal. You'll be fine. Or you earned it. You know, you deserve it. All these things, all these voices that begin to like twist reality, twist your trust in what you know, ultimately, morally, ethically is good. And what is bad? It starts to twist that trust. You know, it's the, it's the primal in the book, brain over binge, which is a phenomenal book. Anyone with any eating disorder, you know, binge eating disorder or, um, bulimia should 100% read that brain over binge by Catherine Hansen. She describes this dynamic, which is like a primal instinctual part of your body. That's very like, you know, trick tricking, you know, that all it wants to do is get pleasure or more specifically avoid discomfort. You know, and it tells you that's fine. Everything's fine. That could be synonymous with the serpent. That could be synonymous with consciousness. Sometimes I've realized in my life that when I make bad decisions and what's actually talked about in that book as well is not focusing on those thoughts, being sort of mindful in the sense that you're actually not thinking about the mind. It's like the opposite, like the word mindful is sort of paradoxical. You think less of those thoughts you focus on those emotions less. You distract yourself. You get away from them. 
or you be mindful of them and aware of them. Or yeah, that's actually more accurate. You be mindful and aware of them, but you don't act in them. You just view them. You just see them. You know? But that's sort of it. In a way, like consciousness is oftentimes what brings our downfall. It's like when we think too much, when we overthink, when we analyze things, when we feed these thoughts that are rushing through our brain that are saying all these like alternative things and these tempting things, which is simply equivocal to what the serpent, like the serpent is in your brain. It's the serpent is the primal part of your brain telling you, yeah, but it's probably fine. Yeah, but you can afford to waste time, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You don't need to be productive in spite of it. You can just watch a little YouTube, even though a little YouTube always turns into hours of YouTube all the time. At least for me. That's the serpent part of the brain. And then the consciousness, the tree of knowledge and evil. It's like when you engage that serpent, that's you biting the apple. When you engage with that serpent, when you engage with the devil that's tempting you to do things that are not in your best interest, that don't lead to a better life for yourself or others, you're chewing on the apple. You're licking the apple, you're biting into the apple, you're seeing how it tastes, and then you chew more and more. And then before you know it, you've eaten the whole apple. And it's over. And it's gone. And you've done it. You've done the drug. And you've drunk in the alcohol. And you've watched the porn. And it's over. Now, that doesn't mean it's beyond hope, obviously. And your sins can be forgiven. And even when you do start something, you do have the power to stop it. Although that's a gravely difficult task. But that's just very interesting. I was just listening to the Bible in a Year podcast by Father Mike Schmidt. Amazing podcast for anyone that wants to get closer with Christianity and their faith. And I just realized that analogy that the Garden of Eden and the serpent and the apple and the tree of knowledge and evil, that's literally what it's called. It's like the tree of awareness, the tree of consciousness in a way, is emblematic of that series of events, which is obviously a key component of addiction, of just general temptation, and something that can hold you back from living your best life. Period. Doing work that is meaningful and good, as opposed to wasting time thinking you can avoid it, thinking it doesn't matter that much, neglecting how much of a difference you could be making today. If you just spent time more appropriately, you know, and, I, and that, that even reminds me further now I'm kind of rambling and it's getting a bit long, but that even reminds me further of something Dr. Jordan Peterson said, I think it was in 12 rules for life in the, perhaps in the in a chapter on lying that reason human ability to reason has sometimes been synonymous with the devil. And I don't remember the exact context of this. Well, obviously in the context of lying, but it was something along the lines of sometimes reasoning, you know, I mean, sometimes reasoning is our downfall. Sometimes we try to think we can outsmart the world. We can outsmart God that we can just know that we can manipulate the world as if we have the power to do that through lies. And sometimes that can be our downfall. Sometimes the reasoning 
can be synonymous with the devil. I think that's a quote that someone said specifically. So that's my idea for today. God bless. Take care.